Hey, 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 lead heads. Welcome back to another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. I'm your host, Lefty. Ten years of educating the uneducated here on the Talking Lead Podcast. And we do that. It cracks uh, me up. <laughs> what's up? It cracks me up every time. <laughs> I've got to get a shirt that says that. That's that's one of my Absolutely. goals this year is to put that on a t-shirt or a patch or both. Um the voice that you hear is one of the reasons that we have uh, the longevity of 10 years because I'm not the experts. I bring the experts to you, the Leadhead Brigade. Uh, joining me today, we have our good friend and longtime Leadhead, Chad Enos with Caltech. Chad, welcome in. What's up, everybody? What's up? So you and I and the whole crew there, Matt and the Caltech crew, just uh, got back from SHOT Show 2023, Las Vegas. And it was a good one. It was, and I didn't make it to last year's, but uh, from what I've heard people talk about last year to this year, it was uh, a world of difference. Night and day. So I think it was a, a, a true testament that people are done and over with COVID. It's true. I mean, we were done and over with COVID last year, um, but the people that put on SHOT Show um, were being kind of a sticklers about it which drove a lot of people off so they didn't you know the crowd that showed up this year would have showed up last year but um they didn't want to have to wear masks and then i don't know you know all the oh yeah uh, vaccine mandates and whatever i mean not that not that nssf had vaccination mandates but a lot of like the Las hotels Vegas. and the event uh, venues yeah, yeah yeah beyond yeah, their so control the stuff, right yeah exactly the things surrounding shot show were there's just a lot of restrictions that people didn't want to have to deal with so yeah yeah, lo and behold, they take those restrictions away, and everyone shows hey, up. Look, hmm, interesting. Look what happens? Money, yep. money exchanges all- hands. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. Everybody's revenue streams start back. It's crazy how that works. But uh, we're going to talk about that. Uh, that's going to be uh, the focus of this show. We're going to kick off all the awesome interviews that we had at the official lead quarters at Keltec's booth one one two three eight. I still remember the number. That's like nice. forever ingrained in my brain. I'm going to try to play those numbers in the lottery somehow. <laughs> you said it a thousand times, I'm sure, during the week. <laughs> oh, yeah. We certainly <laughs> did. Uh, but it paid off because we had tons and tons of people come by. So for you leadheads yeah. that were there, if I didn't get an opportunity to say hi or see you, I apologize. You should have just come up to the window and uh, stuck your face up to it like everybody else did. <laughs> or flipped you know, me off or whatever. <laughs> Um, tell the, tell the leadheads how many interviews you, you had, you have recorded. So we have for the podcast itself, we have over 30 interviews that we're going to be bringing you guys. And then you add all the, the live interviews that we did on top of those. I mean, it was well over, you know, 50, 60, uh, in total. Um, you were busy nonstop, busy, busy. And you know what, Chad, this is the first year that I didn't lose my voice. My voice Me too. stayed true the the entire week, which I was amazed. Yeah, um, I mean the Caltech booth has um, not only healing powers, but it has the power <laughs> to keep those things away. All, I think so. All together, and I think maybe the <laughs> fact of cooler heads prevailing and not staying out till three or four in the morning every night too kind of played into that. This is true. We only saw each other during the day. It's probably uh, had a lot to do with it. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So that was good. But uh, as you, just a little reminder, um, we did do several live videos and recorded videos um, of 
of people that were there and products and things. So make sure you're checking our social media. Make sure you're checking Keltech social media because all those were posted up. Uh, and then we've got a lot still that we haven't posted, so more to come. Uh, so a be checking more. the the social medias on the regular because uh, you never know what you're going to see on there. Man, one, at one point I came back to the booth and I'm, um, I'd gone out for a meeting and I came back and I'm like, what just happened? Like every celebrity in the gun industry is in our booth right now, and they're all waiting to get on your. They're either waiting to get on your show or they're looking at the at the four ten. I'm think, serious. Like I think that had a lot to do great. with it. Is is you guys releasing the KSG four ten at Shot Show? For those who didn't pay attention to our social media, um, Keltec had two awesome new offerings there in their booth, and the KSG four ten pump bullpup shotgun the world's first uh, was introduced and if you're familiar with their p50 that 57 by 28 millimeter pistol that they put out a couple of years ago they have uh, modified and enhanced it to a rifle so you got the r50 now with the 16 inch barrel and the ambi collapsible fold or it's not class it's folding the folding stock on that which is awesome yeah very yeah, minimal gun Minimal too. It doesn't add a lot of weight, um, but it does add to the the functionality of it definitely. And I think it adds to the aesthetic too. I think it's just a cool looking gun. It is. It really is. It. I really <laughs> like the the P fifty the pistol itself. Of course, you know everybody was asking, you know, can we put a brace on it? Can we, you know, is, which they could. There there was a ability to do that. But I really like the the technology that you guys put into this folding stock that you have on it it's very minimal it reminds me of kind of like an eastern block um like an mm -hmm. ak you know wire butt stock wire folding butt yeah stock. and i love how you said brace under your breath i don't well, know if you did that on purpose i did That's pretty funny i did say it <laughs> under my breath because everyone's aware of the atf's new ruling that came out about the pistol braces and we were hoping to get one of those companies on to talk about it at shot, but I think they were all kind of under their breath too, because it's still not a hundred percent clear on on the pistol braces. You know the legality ever, and all that. Yeah, has it ever been a hundred percent clear? Do you remember with the? Uh, do you remember the whole? Um, if you shoulder it, you're committing a felony yeah. thing. I mean, how that got how that ran rampant, and uh, you know everybody decided or somebody decided to go back and read it, and they're like, it doesn't say it's illegal whatsoever. So, and I think it was the first person I remember doing is Eric from. Uh, I'd be 88080888. Yeah. He uh he's like, "Yeah, look at the look at the you know, the way they wrote it. Um you can shoulder your, your brace, it's fine." Well, one thing that I'm not so. going to do is take advice from a gun guy, you know, a gun YouTuber or podcaster unless they're an attorney of some sort. But I know that he's very well read and and but everybody should check your own local laws and, you know, do it at your own risk to begin with. But what they're saying now is that uh, I guess on how you use it, again, interpretation, you they have to be registered as SBRs. But here's the thing, interpretation of what? A rule. It's not a law. It's a rule. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. Until Congress votes on this, it's not a law. Yeah, so, do and you I want mean, to be that first person that uh, sets the precedence in the, in the law? Well, if it's not a law, I mean, you're protected by a court. I mean, you, you can't. Well, you think if, you if it's would not be. a law, if it's not a law, then you can't break it. Correct. I mean, well, SBRs are a law, right? The the NFA, that's a law. They're not against. 
They're not against the law. Uh, short barrel. Yeah. No, so SBRs are not, but you have to go through a certain process. Right. Which but is what's what, the process? What's the process for a brace? Well, they're saying it's the same as a as a stocked SBR. But is it? Is everyone running out and going? Like, if you went to a gun shop right now and said, "Hey, I need to, I need to register my brace," they're going to be how? Uh, how? There's no. Yeah. There, there's nothing. Um, um, there's nothing for them to do. You know, there's no structure know. for that. Like, <laughs> yeah. So, and especially for um, all these home built ones too. You know, what's, yeah, well, what's I mean, the classifications for those? I don't know, man. That's the thing. They've just they've created more problems than I think it's going to be worth. And hopefully, they're going to see that. And then they're just going to revert yeah. back to that they're fine. Uh, well, the states are going to eventually have to fight it and kick it back anyway. So, well, I'm hearing that a lot of the you know, local police departments aren't going to enforce it, and they're not going to enforce a uh, assault weapons ban if it gets passed. Right. Well, I can't speak for my sheriff, but I will speak for my sheriff. <laughs> um, there is no way he's going to enforce that. In fact, if it were up to my sheriff, um, there'd be no NFA whatsoever. Yeah. In fact, there'd probably be no ATF whatsoever. You know, and I think what the ATF's going to do is just, you know, like shooting fish in a barrel, is they're going to go after influencers and social media people that blatantly, you know, get on their channels and, and flaunt, you know, whatever it is. And those are going to be the first targets. That's my prediction. Yeah, well, I'm hoping that most of those people have, like you said, uh, um, good attorneys. Good attorneys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, that actually know the law. And so if they go on there to flaunt it, they better have something to back it up, right? So yeah. if it's not illegal, flaunt it. Go for it because it's not illegal. <laughs> I vote for Tim at Military Arms Channel and somebody like that to to do it first. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, well, you know he would. Oh, yeah, um, absolutely. He's, he's, pretty, he's pretty on top of all that stuff. And Eric, too. Yeah. And there's others, you know, there's that are that are also on top of that and they're with you know they're talking to their attorneys to see what they can do because i mean they don't want to send themselves to jail let's be real no and i don't want you know? them to go to jail don't don't misunderstand me leadheads i mean I'm, I'm not saying you know that i want them to do it because I want, I want them because i know that they would be strong advocates in in uh, stating our case for us absolutely and if you know i have absolutely no problem with them throwing that in the atf's face because like what was the atf even doing at shot show what, why were they were there? Were they really there? Oh, yeah. Yeah, Dana uh, Dana Lash, she went and uh, pretty vigorously interviewed them, and uh, hopefully we'll be able to find out what uh, what came of that. Oh, wow. Um, I did not yeah. know that. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah, that's why I wanted to try to get her on the podcast so that she can fill us in on what um, what their answers were. But, I mean, I can... That would be awesome. I can basically tell you what they said, and um, they yeah. each had... Their representatives had talking points, bullet points that they couldn't get past. That was it. Yeah. And once they ran out of answers, you know, with their bullet points, they just had to put their hands in there and go, "I don't know." Yeah. So we'll we'll get yeah, back to you on that. We'll get back to you on that. Yeah. Yeah. That's interesting that the ATF was there. Did did NSSF invite them there, or did they pay to I have, have a no booth idea. there? No idea, but they had a booth there. Yeah. They did. Okay. Yeah, they had a booth, and from what I could see from the pictures, about eight representatives, maybe. Yeah. Six, six to eight of them, yeah. Interesting. Well, sh I wish I'd have known that. I would have invited them to be on the podcast. Not in our booth. <laughs> not in your booth, huh? <laughs> no. No, somebody else can host them, but we're not going to. I got you. I got you. I, got you. I want answers, but I have no interest in them 
coming to our booth. They have no business being at SHOT Show, period. So, Yeah, that, that's kind of weird. Maybe it was to, to do just that, is to address questions that people had about the, the knee brace. I don't know. That's that's exactly what Dana thought, and um, you know she's like you know I understand them coming and showing face and trying to quote build a relationship with the quote gun community or whatever, um, but she went over there to dig a little deeper than that, and she was very polite about it, um, but she basically came away from there with zero answers to any questions that she asked. Not surprised. So so, so why were they there if they weren't going to answer questions? Maybe uh, intimidation. See, that's like us showing up at SHOT Show with um, the KSG 410, and then a customer will walk up and ask me questions about the 410, and I just shrug my shoulders and go, I have no idea what that thing is. Yeah, exactly. That doesn't make sense, right? <laughs> what would I be doing there? I don't know. That, that would be interesting to get Dana on and, and find, find her, reveal her findings. I'm sure she's going to do it on yeah, her so show, so you guys can listen to, to her show, too. Uh, absolutely, but she she came up to the booth on Friday at the end of the day, and she's like, she turned to Chris and she goes, "Why didn't we do the podcast talking about talking lead?" I said the same thing. I know. I walked in and I go, "Dana just said this," and you put your hands in, and he goes, "Why wasn't she on the podcast?" Like, I have no idea. Like, I would have booted whoever was in there off to get to get her on. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I said, hey, uh, we'll that's a wrap. Get out. <laughs> Yeah, well, now that I know that she's interested, then um, you know we'll uh, we'll see if she wants to come on and and um, like like I said, kind of give honor. her give us a little information about that ATF deal. Well, let's talk about cool things. Now, let's talk about um, you know the activity that was going on there uh, at at the Caltech booth, and then you know I've, people like to live vicariously through us that don't get to attend. So you know, let's kind of talk. A little bit, and then what we're going to do is I've got a couple of interviews uh, after Chad and I get done talking here where uh, you introduced the 410, the KSG 410 with Hammer. We did. And the uh, the, the R50. So let me just start by saying this. Um, we started off with the only negative thing about SHOT Show this year, and that was that ATF deal. So now we'll talk about all the positive stuff that happened, which was Perfect. which completely overshadowed that by far. Yeah. So. So attendance yeah, it was, was, a, was really good, in my opinion, in the, the 10 years of going to SHOT Show. Um, probably not the heaviest attended, but it was a very well-attended um, SHOT Show. If I were going to say, I would say it was almost the perfect attendance because we were able to breathe, um, and yet we got to see all of our friends, and we got to see a lot of new products and and there was a lot of people that um, came by the booth and were interested in the in the products that we had to offer, and we were able to actually talk to people one on one, and it was a constant flow yeah. of that. So that's that's perfect to me, as opposed to being completely bombarded, and then you don't get to address everyone's questions all the time, and um, you know you don't get to see all of your uh, you know all of your friends and stuff. And, you know, let's be honest, that's part of the reason we go to Shot Show is to get face to face with. Um, with each other, especially our vendors and whatnot. So, I thought it was just a perfect attendance. Yeah, it felt it felt just right. It was one of those you know three bears situation. Goldilocks and the three bears, <laughs> and this one to yeah. me seemed that way too because a lot of times you know everybody's just so busy at shot that they can't even come by to do the interviews, and you know which makes That's it really hectic. And they were you know everybody was able to come by and even bring their products because you know I like show and tell. Absolutely. Which is tough for them to do. And, uh, you know, I got to see 
a lot of things because I don't get to, to walk around the show very much. I try to in the mornings. I try to get there earlier, and but usually nobody's there, so I'm just looking at the stuff so I don't have an opportunity to ask questions or anything. But um, mm. yeah, it was it was really good. I saw a lot of innovation, a lot of uh, new products. People, you know, are getting more comfortable with the I guess the market now and where it's headed, and you know, a lot of these things that they've been holding on to for the last two years, we're starting to see them roll out now. Yeah, yeah. So bouncing off of that, what's the coolest thing that you saw besides the stuff in the Caltech booth? So something outside of the booth that people didn't bring in, um, there was this non-lethal like 40 millimeter launcher um, that this company had. I can't remember the name of the company, but I saw them at range day and we got to shoot it. But they have a like a handheld pistol version of that also. That was kind of <laughs> cool. And of course, this isn't going to be available to civilians currently. This is more law enforcement, military uh, type application. But there was talks that, you know, maybe some version of that would be released to the civilian market. I thought that was kind of cool. Yeah, that is cool. If they could make, you know, some kind of like a lawn dart game out of it. (laughs) That would would be pretty sweet. I like it. Did you tell them that? I did. I did. They laughed. (laughs) Yeah, watch they'll come out with it yeah and then there was this other company at range day that um they kit out your your suv your vehicles with storage Ooh, solutions i saw that yeah i really i thought that That's, was really cool too i mean just when you think everyone's thought of everything companies like that come up with stuff and you're like that's that's amazing like yeah it was a, it was they, a they had one version that was a pullout like chef's kitchen it had the stove and you know everything that yeah. you would need to have a portable you know kitchen on your camping trip it was really and it just pulled out of a drawer boom 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 just like that instead of you having to you know carry all this stuff separately it was pretty cool yeah it's it's pretty neat to look inside some of those vehicles and when they're buttoned up they just look like a normal yeah in a normal vehicle but then you start opening drawers and you're like like you said you open a drawer and like oh there's a full-on kitchen right here (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's like a full-on sous sous chef kitchen it was pretty sweet yeah Um, then you open another drawer like oh here's a full-on safe like here's an armorer's kit like yeah you know everything you possibly want for hunting or whatever yeah Yeah, you have have your mobile armorer's station right there in the back of your vehicle so yeah if you're on like a you know a week hunt two week hunt you got a you got a stove. You got your armors, um, workshop, and everything just right there at the pull of a drawer. It's pretty sweet. Yeah, you could live in some of those things. Like, there's no reason to go home. No. Uh, some <laughs> other things that I saw, and I know you didn't get a chance to to walk around a lot at Range Day because it was it was busy. Range Day was really busy, and it was yep. windy. We had to deal with the the weather, windy and rainy. Yeah, I think that was the most consistently busy range day we've had yet to yeah. date. It, we were slammed, yeah. Uh, there were a couple of suppressor companies that's, that uh, impressed me with, and I shot some twenty twos out there. It was just, you didn't even know that you were shooting the firearm until you heard the, the round hit the metal target. Oh. They were that quiet. Wow. You're like, did I pull the trigger? <laughs> Did, did, did it, this thing fire? Did it chamber? Yeah, it, they were that quiet. Huxworks was one of those. I think they're formerly OSS suppressors. They're they're called Huxworks now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was kind of cool. And what was the other one at range day? I really wanted to shoot the four ten, but you guys didn't have it ready for the for the range day. But we did get to shoot the 
the R50. That that was really yeah. Nice. The R50, the R50 had a um, uh, Silencer Central uh, Banshee on it. I think the Banshee uh, model. Yeah. The Banshee. Yeah, man, those things are quiet. It's yeah, and that, that five, five seven round suppressed is just super quiet too. Yeah. Yeah, I was I was really impressed with their suppressors when we uh, were up there at uh, Gunfest at in Sturgis for mm-hmm. uh, the rally, and I'd never even heard of them before. Yeah, um, yeah, and they threw some cans on our guns, and I uh, I was really taken when um, they put a twenty two can a banshee on the uh, the CMR thirty, mm-hmm. and I right away just how quiet it was. I'm like, dang, I really like these things. So I I went over there and asked her if. Um, um, our buddy Tori over there, she uh, she threw a five five six can on the RDB and a couple other um, couple other their banshees on some of the twenty twos, and I was really impressed with them. So they sent us some cans specifically for Media Day. We put them on. We ran the crap out of them, man. They they held up great. They didn't spin off at all. And uh, yeah, I didn't did get to shoot job. as much uh, from your booth as I wanted to because you guys were just slam jammed the whole time. And of course, I didn't want to cut into other people's opportunities for there. the first yeah for the first time at media day we we ran out of um we ran out of one of our ammos and then everything else was down to like the very last layer in the box oh wow so we basically we shot all of our ammo out there which we never do we're usually sending back quite a bit of ammo yeah you shot your load <laughs> yeah so, <laughs> so people out there at our at the Keltec booth were obviously having a pretty good time and i imagine every other booth was the same way yeah and then uh, Karen Butler was shoot like a girl had her mobile uh, shooting trailers out there. She's got them uh, like for a mobile display of firearms that they travel around the country specifically for women, but it's not just for women um, that come to their booth and they learn, you know, about firearms and they have the opportunity to shoot them there on their trailers. She had an addition to that. She's got another trailer that she added to it. She's got like three trailers now. And I got to see that whole, that whole outfit, which it's very impressive, you know, just talking about it on the show didn't didn't do it justice. So that was that's cool. You know, that was probably one of the mo- like most impressive uh, single setup mobile range setups that I that I'd ever seen. I saw that, but I didn't know what it was. I know exactly what you're talking about. Yeah. So that's pretty neat. Yeah. So that good looking. Cool. Yeah, yeah, definitely. Uh, but the, you know, there's some other things too that as as we get into. Uh, these episodes, I'm going to try to do like a, a pre-show introduction to to each of the episodes uh, and get get different people on and and kind of go through their experiences that they had post shot. Um, and then in the booth itself, you know, one of the most impressive things that I saw that came to the booth uh, was, uh, and he's on this interview. You guys are going to hear him talk about it here, so I don't want to talk too much about it now. But uh, Jeremy with Black Collar Arms came by and he's got two new products that are really cool. One is a, a, a grip for your AR. And then the other is this adapter that he's developed for you, mus- you mus- musicians out there like you, Chad. And I'm sorry you didn't get to see this cause I wanted you to see it. He's got an adapter to where you can take your guitar sling and put it on your rifle now. Oh, nice. That's cool. I'm, I'm waiting for a company to come out with uh, guitar strap slings. Well, they have those. Yeah. I mean, they're they're pretty much I, the same, right? But like a custom sling, where you can get your, like your name embroidered and all that. So you know how like a lot of rock stars have really cool guitar yeah. straps. Like, so now you just you, just use your guitar strap. Go to the guitar strap company, have one made, and you can put it on your rifle. There you go. Use I this like adapter. It. 
Um, but yeah, so we've got Jeremy on this episode. You guys are going to hear more about that uh, here in just a little bit. Um, IWI has uh, a new rifle out, the Carmel, but they call that, it the Carmel. <laughs> that thing was awesome. Was that not cool? Fully ambi. It's kind of their yeah. answer to the to the uh, not the scar, but what's that other one? I thought it looked like a scar. Yeah, kind of like a scar. Yeah. The way the charging handle switches from side to side was that blew my mind. <laughs> Just the pop of the hand, and you can go from left side to right side on the charging handle. Hey, push it over. Yeah. Yeah. So that's coming up in another episode. We have Tom from IWI is going to talk about that. Uh, Buck Knives released the new Buckmaster, which we've been talking about for a few years now. So their Buckmaster Dive, uh, Dive Master Pro, I think is what they're calling it, released. We had CJ Buck. We had um, Rich Newman, uh, who was kind of behind the the whole project. He's kind of the ringleader and pushing it and getting it through. So that was you got to see that though, didn't you? You got to see the the Dive Master Pro. Oh yeah, that thing is that's another innovative. Yeah, don't I don't want to talk too much about it, but that thing is awesome. Yeah. So that's I don't want to give it. That was released. We got a show, we got an episode for that. Uh that's coming up in a later episode. Oh, what about things that came to the booth that you saw that you that you really were like, "Hey, that's kind of cool." Well, you stole it. My it was that rifle. Um the What was that called again? The Carmel? Yeah. Yeah, that thing was impressive. I I really like that. Um, and then the knife. <laughs> yeah, the knife was cool. I didn't, and then I didn't this little thing, this little thing, which we don't know the company who makes it, but just a, a simple little spring-operated takedown pin tool. Yeah, if you're listening, tell us, tell us who you are. <laughs> yeah, I don't know who dropped this off at the booth, but it's really cool, and thank you. I will get a lot of use out of that, no doubt. Oh, Mission First Tactical uh, released their new... Um, retentionless or strapless. I don't know what they call it, but um, it's a magnetic retention holster. Oh, sweet. So they released that, which they kept that a secret even from me. I didn't know they were releasing that either, um, but they released it at SHOT Show. So um, instead of uh, locks or anything, re- you know, re- holding your tension, holding your pistols in your holster, it's a magnet. So they got a guide rod that goes through the barrel and then the the magnet attaches to the end of the barrel, so it's built into the the holster, uh, and it's like twelve pounds of of retention force that it has on it, which they came up with twelve pounds because of law enforcement, military, I guess specs. I'm not sure how they did that. But. I'm sure. They did. Yeah, I'm sure they did their testing on that to find out what they needed. Yeah. So no more tension screws, and you know those little buffers that you put in between the screws. You know, finding those in your your bag or laying around the range, you know, all those screws are gone now, so you don't have to worry about those. <clears throat> wow. So that was that was cool. And they've got a new belly band holster too. That's that's really cool. Again, another episode we're gonna we're gonna talk about those. Uh, but just lots and lots of stuff, man. There's so much and as I sit here, you know, I'm probably gonna think of even more, but um, we've got no, no. lots of as episodes. Soon as, <laughs> as soon as this episode's over, you'll think of everything that you wanted to say just now. <laughs> Well, there's there's stuff that you'll start talking about too that remind me like oh yeah yeah I forgot about that there's just there's just so many things and so many cool people and organizations uh, that were there I got to make some new friends uh, we even had Black Rambo on the show ladies and gentlemen yes yeah 
that was a cool episode. We had Amber. I don't know if you guys have ever watched what's that? Alone and Naked or Naked and Afraid? Yeah, I've I've heard of it. I haven't seen it. Naked and Afraid. Amber. She's been on like six or seven episodes of that. It's like a survival show, right? Except you're naked. It's it's what? like Fear Factor meets um that survival show. Yeah. What's it called? Uh, the, the Prost guy who hosts it. Survivor. Survivor. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's like Fear Factor meets Survivor. You're naked and you're out and you're, I guess you're alone and you're just surviving naked at these inhospitable places where the mosquitoes and alligators are eating you up and you got to worry about your privates dangling, I guess. I don't know. I don't know why they do it naked. Uh, But she was on and she's super cool. She's a former, um, served in the army. Uh, We had her, we had the host of The Ultimate Shooter, you know, our good friend, uh, and Leadhead that you guys that you guys know, Evan, who Evan got to go to Shot Show, and he was my media guy, camera guy, and he did an awesome job. But dude, the- can I tell you, everybody that I talked to were commenting about him behind his back and talking about how awesome he was and how nice he was. Super, he was a real deal, super nice kid. Yes, absolutely, good um, dude. And we're gonna have him on and get his take on Shot since it was his very first shot. So we'll have him on one of these uh, pre-shows. Um, but Mark, the uh, the host of The Ultimate Shooter, we had him on, who, who hosts with uh, Kobe Donaldson. He was super good dude. And we had Ton Jones on with, with all three of them. And it was probably like open mic night. You know, any of the best comedy stores would have been thrilled to have all three of these guys. So that was a That's great smart. show. Uh, and then, of course, like I said, with the, the Black Rambo, we had Jeff Hornsby, Black Rambo, we had Choppa, and who else was on that one? Did Tun join us for that one, too? That whole room was full. U.S. Arms, um, the guy from U.S. Arms. Yeah, it was it was crazy. So That's when I came back to the booth, and I was telling you, like, I, I walked in the booth, and the whole booth was full of, like, you know, <laughs> industry celebrities. That's when Dana was there. So Dana was there. We had Black Rambo. We had Hornsby. We had Choppa, and it was yeah. just a madhouse. Yeah, and um, everyone's favorite gun uncle, uh, uh, Hickok, was there. Yeah, yep. yep. Hickok, he forty-five, was, swung by. Yeah, he's one of the people who other... made the faces at me through the through the studio booth. That, Talk about the studio that we had set up for the the podcast, man. That was awesome. Yeah. So um, when we were, um, well, when Matt was designing the the uh, new booth, this was two years ago. Matt, three, the new booth. It's been three years now. Yeah, it's been two or three years. We can't remember because they all bleed together. But uh, and then the COVID year, so everyone loses a year. So yeah. Um, anyway, uh, the new booth design, and uh, in that design, um, we wanted uh, like our own little kind of media studio for pictures and stuff, especially for you know a lot of the YouTubers would come around and they want to do an interview and, and whatever, but. I mean, I'm, I kid you not, I'd be standing there literally doing an interview in front of a camera and someone would take the gun out of my hands that I was I was showing <laughs> to the camera. <laughs> so that would happen. And then people stand right in front of the camera, you know, so um, or they'll come up to you and just start asking you questions while you're literally talking into a microphone, you know, and um, just situational awareness kind of goes out the window at trade shows like that. Right. Oh, and it's yeah. not just shot. A lot of, lot of trade shows are that way. But. So we wanted our own little area where we could sort of have, you know, and I'm using air quotes, privacy um, to do that. 
but we made the the walls two of the walls plexiglass so you could actually see in there and you could see who was being interviewed just kind of cool like a little fishbowl right yeah and um yeah you're the first person to really utilize that uh in the way that we imagined it so i thought that was pretty neat cool um you could walk by and you could see the talking lead podcast happening right there and right in the front of the booth and your own little glass fishbowl yeah because normally you know we're just out in the open and you know people will walk up and um i'm not gonna say they interrupt but you know it's kind of like you said it's a distraction and to have it yep. enclosed like that people can still see it and interact but then you know we can still carry on and you know keep focus on our interviews so it, yeah it was perfect yeah. It's, it's also a booth attraction, you know, so like this when anytime you put, you know, people in front of microphones and you throw up some cameras and stuff, it automatically attracts people. They want to see what's going on, you know, like oh, yeah. what's happening. And then what's this hotness? About? And of course, yeah, exactly. And you know, all the like, you know, you know, all the celebrities in the industry and you always invite them over. So people walk by and like, oh, my gosh, there's Black Rambo. There's whoever, you know what I mean? Yeah. And um, they're in the they're in the Keltec booth, you know, having a good time. And, and of course, uh you know, you do your due diligence by, you know, promoting our products and stuff with these people and like completely like random celebrities are holding our guns and talking about them, talking about how awesome they are. That's yeah. just, we, we love it. Yeah. You know, we love it was that. great because I had the opportunity to, to have those new ones in the booth while I did the interviews and just actually hand them to people, you know, out of the blue and just yeah. get their initial reactions on it. And yeah, exactly. And, and I love that. I love that. Um, and a lot of people were just, they're really honest about it. And most people, we're surprised. Like, um, I remember um, a couple of people you handed it to them. They're like, "This is like a miniature KSG," and you're like, "Exactly. That's yeah. exactly what it is." Well, a lot of them were like, "This is the KS7." They're like, "No, this is not the KS7. Look again." <laughs> yeah, that too. Yeah, yeah, that yeah. too. So it was funny to to get everybody's like just first initial reaction, and uh, we've got a lot of those captured too throughout the the interviews that you guys are going to hear. Uh, just, just it was fun, and I think this is probably going to be. Uh, really enjoyable to you, Leadheads. I know it will be. You guys are going to love these interviews, and it's it's going to be in addition to our regular show. So I'm going to be peppering the regular show with these interviews. I know you want to hear them all at once, but it's just so much content for me to to edit that I'm gonna I'm gonna do my best to drop drop at least two a week until we get them all released. So be listening, be watching. You're going to probably get more notices than than normal from me. No, don't get upset over that. Just know that it's coming, but it's good content. And, you know, I'm going to, I'm going to try to make them like an hour each or so, you know, somewhere around there. Keep them, you know, containable, quick, enjoyable. And then you guys can move on to the next one. I like it. But yeah, I mean, it was overall great show. Really appreciate Caltech giving us the opportunity to bring this to you, Leadheads. So when you get the opportunity, make sure you go to their social meds. Shoot them an email. You know, they, they love to, to hear from you leadheads too. If you've got, you know, thoughts, suggestions, or just show your appreciation for them sponsoring and supporting the show over these 10 years. Uh, and, you know, hopefully we can get 10 more. I don't know if I, my voice will last that long, but we'll 20 see. 20 more. 20 more. <laughs> you know, I'll yeah. be, I'll be, I'll be in my 70s in 20 more years. I'm an old man yeah. already, man. Yeah. Well, but, maybe um, but my gray isn't as bad as yours. Oh <laughs> uh, no, this is this is silver, bro. This isn't this isn't gray. The silver fox. Oh, speaking of the <laughs> silver fox, we uh, we had Keith Garcia on also. So that that yeah. was good. That was good. I'm uh, 
I'm pretty excited to go take one of his classes or spend a weekend out there. Yeah, doing some training with classes. him. He's retired from yeah. uh, from the SWAT. He's out there in was it Arizona or California? He's out in California, I believe. It's in California, yeah. Yeah. But the dude is legit. I mean, for any of you that don't know, go look up Keith Garcia. Uh, just look up Keith Garcia 3-Gun, I guess. Yeah, yeah. And, it's uh, him on the grams. Watch him. Yeah, yeah, he was one of the consultants they used for the John Wick to train uh, Keanu and the people. Correct. Yep, yep. So he is absolutely legit. So Leadheads, I want you to enjoy these these episodes. Give me some feedback. Um, if there is maybe a company that we didn't interview that you wanted to hear from, let me know. And uh, we'll try to get them on some future episodes. Just a little heads up, though, our, our next episode is going to be with the author Stephen Hunter. And you guys know Stephen Hunter. He's the author of Point of Impact, the Bob Lee Swagger novels, the movie The Shooter, or Shooter, I don't think it's called The Shooter, it's just Shooter, the one that had Mark Wahlberg in it several years ago. Uh, he is the author of, of those novels. So we've got him on. He's got a new book being released as we speak, and uh, we're going to have him on and talk about it. So, Chad, any parting words for the Leadhead Brigade? No, I just thank you all for uh, for tuning in, you know, and um, supporting, you know, the uh, the podcast for so long and supporting you for so long. I think it's awesome, and uh, I like that it's just continuing to grow. So tell your tell tell all your friends about it. You know, if you're enjoying the podcast, you know, tell people about it. Tell and, a and buddy, bring it. a friend, right? Absolutely, yeah. You know, spread those messages out and spread that that education out. There you go. <laughs> don't Participate. Be self, don't be selfish. Don't be what? Yeah, don't be selfish with your new education. <laughs> Just spread the love. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. All right, guys. Here are the interviews, the kickoff interview for the 2023 SHOT Show, brought to you by Keltec. Oliver is a personal protection and security specialist. He cut his teeth as a United States Marine before leaving the Corps to provide private contract work for agencies outside the military and private security work. He's always looking for the upper hand and unexpected advantage. Keltec's P50 provides all of that and then some. This innovative pistol chambered in 5.7 has a 50-round magazine capacity in its semi-automatic platform. Its small-caliber, high-velocity ammunition is a great personal protection weapon and is even used by law enforcement agencies and the Secret Service. Oliver likes that the P-50 has an AR-like charging handle and that it can be slung for access and shooting stability. The P-50 comes fitted with a threaded barrel if he wants to add a suppressor and the upper and lower Picatinny rails let him accessorize it with lights and optics. This pistol, it redefines cool. Innovation. Performance. Kelton. This is chewing lead. I think we're good on levels. I think it's going to work. All right, all right, all right, lead heads. We are back with the Talking Lead podcast, the special shot show 2023. Tweet, tweet, tweet. I did that 2023. Every time at the range yesterday. Did you 2023? Could not say it. Tweety bird. Shot show at the official lead quarters here at Caltech. 
ladies and gentlemen. Hey. Jackpot. Woohoo! Uh, kind of a slow start. I think the doors are open, aren't they? They are. They, Where, where's the crowd? They didn't announce it was open, and they didn't play the national anthem they this didn't. year. Did they not? No. I was like, what the heck? They normally do that over the loudspeaker, don't they? No, there's yeah. some motorcade of Scooty Puff old men came through. And I was like, well, I guess the show is open. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Maybe we should just do our own so tomorrow. Cart kickers. We'll, we'll kick it open uh, tomorrow. They did at the range, though. They did the, they uh, did. the national, national anthem and, and Pledge of Allegiance. And the Pledge of yeah. Allegiance, yeah. America. So, America. Maybe they figure that just covered here, too. I don't know. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so joining me, Leadheads, if you don't recognize the voice, it's none other than Chad Enos. Hey, hey, hey. Chad P. Enos. I think the last time you were on was our Sturgis episode, wasn't it? Yep. The old uh, infamous Sturgis nope, trip. Nope, we did one after that. Did we do one after that? Mm, yeah. I don't think just we did. recently. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That one. Yeah. Yeah. What was that about? <laughs> what was that about? I don't remember. Chuggy Cheese. Leadheads, tell Oh, it was us. the giveaway. The giveaway. Oh, the giveaway. Yeah, yeah. yeah. the big 10-year the giveaway. 10-year giveaway. Yeah. I'm, I'm fried after that giveaway. Man, that thing wore me out. Yeah. $10,000 in prizes. Shiitake. It's a lot yeah. of stuff to manage. Six winners. And I think as of today, the only one has contacted me. Lovely. The guy with the, the sub-2000. Yeah. Yeah. The one who won your package. It's already on the way out. Uh, uh, Ryan, I believe. He Ryan is a. R. He is a, or R, yeah. <laughs> Ryan he's R. He's a dedicated leadhead. He, he's a. Yeah, he's a good guy, too. I've been talking to him. Yep. Yeah, he should be all So set. also joining us, and is this your first time on, or have you been on before? I think I've been on one other time. Been a, been a while, though. Been a minute. Been a while. So we've got Hammer joining hey. us. You want to go by Hammer, or you want to go by the other name? Uh, sometimes <laughs> Fat Hampton. Fat Hampton's a good one. Hamster Storm. Uh, that's a great one. The uh, hamster storm. There's there's a lot. Yeah. <laughs> so I don't know if it picked up earlier. We were testing our mics, and he told this uh, hellacious story about uh, his bath time last night. Testicles. <laughs> I don't. My floating testicles in a butt tube. <laughs> <laughs> so the shit you get at Shot Show. That's every yeah, day. Literally every day. Yeah. yeah. I can play audio. <laughs> so we're going to have That's, a lot of good interviews this week. Real good and I wanted to kick it off with our, our buddies here at Caltech because they've got some big news that they're dropping. We did a live. Um, if you guys are listening to this, uh, you, you probably saw it or you didn't. But you can go to the Instagram. We did a nice live with Chad unveiling the new offerings for 2023 for Caltech. It's kind of small news. Smaller. Shrunk down. But it's it's big because people are really going to want this and love but it's, it. But it's small. But it's small. Like hammering the bathtub. <laughs> it's not as small as the uh, <laughs> P32. Not that, not that quite. Not quite. So, Hammer, you want to you wanna unleash the news to the Leadheads here? As they say. Leadhead Brigade the exclusive. Yeah. <laughs> hey, that just scared half our listeners off right there when you did that. Yeah, right. Yeah, unveiling this year at Shop 2023 is our new KSG 410. The uh, 410. Love it. Yeah, pretty much same thing all your, that you've been used to, all the same controls and everything else, but in a much smaller package. Like hammers. Like mine. <laughs> like his testicles. <laughs> My Roman name. <laughs> So, how did this come about? How did you guys come up with the idea of, of doing a double tube 
410 KSG. I'll tell you exactly why. We came <laughs> I'll up tell with you this. exactly. We, we left it in the dryer too long. <laughs> uh, no. You ran out of plastic. Every year since the KSG's been out uh, at Shot Show, every single year, everyone asks us, "When are you going to do it in 410?" They really? All, they've all wanted the 410 since the very beginning. Yep. The yeah, 410. So, yeah, we. Uh, you know, after several insane political landscapes later, when everything went crazy and we couldn't, there was, was we had no R and D time. Um, everything sort of calmed down, and we were able to get back to uh, uh, creating some of these, developing some of these ideas that everybody's wanted. And this is one of them. So this is the first one. Um, and, and then around that, uh, the other half of our engineering department was working on P50 and other fun stuff like that. But this is one of the guns that we specifically built for end users because they requested it so much. Nice. Yeah. And and it is, if you guys are familiar with the KSG, it's it's like KSG's little brother. Yeah. Yeah. Little baby brother. Yep. Yeah. It's super lightweight. Well, you know the weight? You know how much it weighs? Super lightweight. Uh, Somewhere less than whatever you think it is. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> than what you would think it would be. Even fully loaded with how many rounds of uh, 410 can you get in there? Uh, it's seven set seven seven plus one or six six and one, just like the KSG. Um, and it's what five five one with the three inch. They have the oh, longer. It's, yeah, sorry, it's chamber for three inch. Yeah. Okay, chamber for the three inch. Yeah, but the six and six and one is because of different. It depends on the load. So seven and seven, six and six, or five and five. Uh, and the five and five is for the three inch. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And a question we posed when we did our live is, like, they make the little shorty twelve gauge. Do mm-hmm. they make a little shorty? I have not seen a Gila 410s, but... Would that not be awesome? Uh, that'd be the bee's knees. We need, right. to, we need to take this over there and talk to them. Yeah. Or federal, too. Yeah. Yeah? Yep, federal makes See who wants to be the first to jump on that. Yeah. Uh, but, no, that's that's really cool. I'm digging that. As we were talking earlier, that's the perfect, you know, survival, backpack, hiking. You don't have the, the extra weight there, but yeah, you, get, the, you get a shotgun. I, that's why I want to bring Hammer on, because uh, he's really good at killing stuff. And yeah. I want to find out, like, what, you know, what would you... So primarily uses for. I'm super excited for this because duck hunting is one of my big things. And before duck season opens, we have moorhen season, which we commonly refer to as swamp chickens down in Florida. (laughs) (laughs) They look like a a black chicken that swims on the swamp. And those we can still shoot with lead shot, unlike the ducks where we have to shoot steel, where it's really hard to find uh, 410 shot and steel, but plenty of lead out there. And it's one of the easiest things to start kids off on hunting is taking them out for like moorhen seasons. Like nice, we can yeah. find them in the boat, run them down, you kill the motor, and they're there and they're ripe for the picking, and they're delicious. They taste great. Mm-hmm. We make poppers out of them, but throw some bacon on there. Shooting mm. this thing's like shooting a nine mil carbine. Like it has virtually no recoil, so like it's going to be a lot easier to get like for the kids to shoot and everything else. Because before it's like we'll hold the gun, the kids can kind of aim and pull the trigger. But yeah. now this is something. It's a small, compact package, easy to shoot. Bullpup, by the way, oh, yeah. for, for those who aren't familiar with the KSG, this is a Bullpup 410. Is this the first in existence? It, it is, yeah. Yeah, so you made history here. Yeah. Congratulations, there's a, there's a couple of firsts with this, uh, from what I understand. It's the first uh, pump-action uh, 410 uh, Bullpup, the first Bullpup, and a couple other things. I don't know. Ryan was uh, telling us about it in the meeting. Yeah. Yeah. So it, and it comes in colors you got a variety of colors there it does, right yeah. now yep tan and green will be uh shipping uh, just as well as black 
I'd like yeah. to see like an orange one, like a hunting orange. <laughs> How cool would that be? Blaze. Blaze, yeah. A lot of times they save the fancy colors for the... The uh, special distributor stuff? Exactly. Or, or the bright ones like that, they're for the less lethal stuff, though. Oh, that's yeah, true. That's true, yeah. Yeah. But, you know, there's... Um, like a bunch of Cerakote companies out there, blown deadline. I mean, that guy will put anything on that. For oh, you, you yeah. I mean, you yeah. can, sky's the limit when you Absolutely. get into the custom stuff. Absolutely, yeah. Yeah, so uh, MSRP on this? 495 MSRP. Wow. Yeah. That's great. Yeah, so it comes in real, really affordable. And, and then you were holding it up again. You were talking about how you can, the the carry handle. Yep. And carry handle comes off, and you can put the KSG pick rail on there. So nice. You can throw an, uh, and you got a high vis um, optic on it right now. Yeah. So high, there's a uh, uh, high vis uh, light pipe in the front. There's a, a notch in the rear here. So, so you can uh, line it up and aim. What what yeah. kind of range can you expect on this? For you know, with I mean, still any of the, like just like shooting a 12 gauge, pretty much you're shooting pretty much same standard distances. I'd go out and shoot this thing shooting clays, no problem. Yeah. Um, shooting slugs and everything, like no problem out to 100 yards or more. Sweet. Uh, yeah, and like what, you were saying, the and we didn't get a chance to shoot it at uh, range day, but you've had experience with it, both you guys. The you said the recoil is very minimal on it. Oh yeah, no, we put so a couple thousand rounds through them, and like testing just the week prior to this show. Yeah, and like I remember when we were doing the KS7, putting a couple thousand rounds through that, and your shoulder didn't like you very much at the end of the day. Yeah. <laughs> this thing, it was no problem. They're like, we're dual wielding them like lead farmers. So. <laughs> yeah, I'll be posting some pictures of the aftermath of the range uh, here on our social media. That would be soon. a great uh, yeah. bike gun. Yeah. yeah. Strap that on yeah, your bike. Yeah. Yeah. That's, I'm looking forward to it also in addition to like the, the duck hunting and stuff. It's taking it hog hunting because I can put slugs in there. This thing weighs nothing. I can walk through the woods with it all day. Yeah. So. Oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, the weight. Oh man, snakes! Take out snakes with this thing. Yeah, but I like snakes. Yeah, I don't like snakes so much. I hate snakes. I'd rather shoot a snake <laughs> than a hog. I catch uh, every one of them. You take them all. Oh, good cat gun. <laughs> what do you do with the snakes when you catch them? Chase people. <laughs> we were. Oh, so talk talk about our trip out to the range yesterday. Remember the signs? Oh man. Oh yeah, man. So a- as expected, you know the shot show is meeting with resistance. You know you got the protesters. And on our, our way to the Boulder City Range, uh, maybe like a half mile before we got there, a mile, there was just hundreds and hundreds of these yeah. signs. And then for a mile, there were these signs, uh, like the uh, real estate signs that you know you stick in the, the ground. Corrugated like, plastic with the metal, the yeah. metal frames, you know. Yeah, yeah. Littering up the the side of the roads. Yeah, and, this this was literally the, one of the worst environmental nightmares I've seen, and I. But here's it's, the thing. you got to paint the picture, though, because these things were about maybe two feet apart. Yeah. And they were going, they got, they went for about a mile. Yeah. They just On both sides thousands. of the road. Both sides of the road. Had yeah. to have been thousands of these things. Oh, for sure. I think the Uber girl that kicked me out of the car in Houston had to have been helping put them up. <laughs> <laughs> that so, was a fun story, so too. So what the signs read was uh, guns uh, kill more children. They're the number one killer of children. Yeah, something, something, like something yeah. along the lines of they're throwing out these fake stats that guns kill more kids than, than any, anything, anything yeah. else. Yeah. Percentage-wise, I don't know what it is. Some bullshit made-up statistic. Yeah, yeah. yeah. They were littering it. I'm pretty sure, quote, doctors kill more kids than right. anything else. But, but they, they're yeah. targeting us. Like, they're going to change our minds on this, and, like, we don't <laughs> yeah. know that that's fake. Right, yeah. So 
Yeah, we joked around. We the were in target the, audience is wrong. <laughs> yeah, we were in the line. We were joking, and we were in the line to get into the range, and uh, there was a long line of, line of cars, and a guy kind of backed up and then U-turned and turned out of there, <laughs> and Hammer goes, oh, man, the signs got to him. He's leaving the <laughs> yeah, range. He's yeah. not even going to go. <laughs> it finally sunk in. <laughs> yeah. Well, so, yeah, I don't know if there's, like, anybody out side posted up outside the show i haven't heard um, any protesters but there's usually it, not no it's usually that's usually like the in-ram shows yeah they're probably over at the porns uh protesting the porn people <laughs> you know i think that was actually last week this year they didn't coincide with each other oh is it year. not nope. so we got the concrete people here there's a food uh something going on some kind of food i want to go to that that's what i was saying I was <laughs> yeah, like, dude. it'd be like going into sam's you know during yeah. lunch time they've got all the samples set up we missed the mom hole convention the what? The mom hole. What is that? You know. <laughs> <laughs> the, the porn convention. <laughs> it just now got. It. So this isn't the only offering. The uh, no. The, the KSG four ten. No. You also have, and we don't have it in here right now, but we showed it earlier on the live. Is there like some kind of thing we can't bring that in here? Is that what it was? Um. Come on in, Matt. Can you grab us an R? R yeah, R. An, an R. R. Yeah. We're not going to say what it is yet. It's an R. R. Starts with an R. It's a R. pirate. It's a pirate gun. <laughs> a pirate gun, yeah. Are we live right here? Oh, I didn't know you were doing the live. So, cool. Very cool. So, um, for those who didn't see it earlier, hold, hold them up the, uh, the KSG 410. Dual tube. It'll hold up to what, 15? Yep. Max? Oh. And two and three quarter, yep. If 410 goodness in that bad boy. And, uh, and then here's the bada bum. Ham. <laughs> Shoulder day yesterday. Ooh. Is that? Of there's course. one of them that. Yeah, one, one of them is sicky. You might have fused it. There, there it go. is. R50. The R50, ladies and gentlemen. They're, they're P50 in a rifle version. So you've got the 16-inch barrel, and on this one, you've got a ambidextrous folding stock. Yep, you can fold to either side. You see it has the cutout right here. Where most people think it's for your Star Wars grip when you're shooting the P50. <laughs> Which it is. The Star Wars grip. <laughs> but now it's for your stock handle to go into. To go either side. Mm -hmm. I like that. So folds up nice and compact. Yep. So you can put that in any kind of little backpack or a good good truck gun. Still. Hammer does not fold up nice and compact. Oh, zero <laughs> mobility. Zero, <laughs> zero for you. Threaded I'm gonna, barrel. I'm gonna enjoy the outdoors and hover around. It is half twenty eight. Yep. And we ran it uh, with a can all day yesterday out at uh, Media Day. Oh, nice. And it was really fun. Oh, so nice. Ran well. Everything suppressed. That can oh, yeah. was a banshee. Uh, I need to mention that company because they sent us these suppressors and they're freaking amazing. Silencer Central. Yeah, Silencer Central. Okay. Banshee. Yeah. Yeah, they're the guys who uh, hooked us up at yeah. uh, Sturgis. Yeah, yeah. They sent us a five five six can, some nine mils, and then uh, some twenty twos, and we ran the twenty two on that all day uh, for I don't know how many thousands. Ran of rounds, beautifully. But yeah, it was awesome. Very cool. Oh. Uh, because we left right when it started raining. Did you guys have to shut down, or did you? No, we opened back up, and we're there you, the whole time. Yeah. You did? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I didn't know. I figured you guys The sky opened up. up. The, the wind got worse. Uh, so I was talking to a guy on the elevator, and he was out on the golf course, and he said he got hail. 
Yeah, it hailed. started hailing. Yeah, it did hail a little bit. Yeah, it was the wind. Tornadoes were in the neighborhood. The wind. The wind was blowing so bad. um, We had these like ribbon flags. Like you know. Oh yeah. If you've ever been to an event, you see those ribbon flags. They're touching the ground. They they bent the posts, the poles. So like permanently. They were all bent. Yeah. Oh dang. (laughs) It was some strong wind. I mean, it was like, I think I read somewhere seven up to seventy mile per hour gusts. Yeah. It was a hurricane out there yeah. pretty much. Yeah. It was sustained 20 to 30 damn near the whole day. So yeah. at least. Yeah. Well, you're good men for, for, you know, sticking it out and staying there where <laughs> yeah. I put, I pushed out. You remember I was throwing rocks in the air and watching them like <laughs> yeah. fly off. Yeah. We thought we were getting out of there early. The RO was like, yeah, I don't see it reopening and this and that. So we started packing everything up and literally the second we packed up, Sun the skies parted and there was big red peeking back on the range and yeah. everyone oh, showed up to shoot again. Yeah. Well, yeah, I wish yeah. I had a stuck around a little bit longer i didn't get an opportunity to shoot to suppress and i wanted to do that you uh, blew it i blew it but i'm sure we'll have another opportunity so msrp on this on the r50 uh they'll be 100 bucks more than the p50 so we just recently dropped they, the price down they will be 20 bucks more oh well, that's it yep yeah just confirmed Only that with 20 dollar more yeah so not bad just over 800 okay yeah. So for our live, pop the top on that and show them the, uh, so, the P50 like Mag. Have your thumb brake right here in the back. Grab the charger handle. Give it a lifty-otomy. <laughs> a lifty-otomy? <laughs> and then you have your 5.7 Mag right there. Holds 50 rounds. 50 rounds of 5.7, baby. Mm-hmm. Then as... There you go. Yeah. Right Fun. back in. Just like that. Very nice. And how many mags does it come with? Two. Two. Two mags. Very mm-hmm. good. Very good. So there you go, Leadheads. Check it out. Soon to be on their website. I don't think you guys have it up on your website yet. It's on its, it's coming. At least it's in the catalog. Oh, it's in the you catalog. know what? Um, they're waiting on me. Uh, I got to write I got to write all the copy for it. But yeah, so I'll Chad's going to do that as soon as we get off here. Try to do that today. <laughs> yeah. I was going to do it yesterday, but we were too busy. But uh, go to your local dealers. Ask them for it. Have them order it for you. They'll get them in. Yeah. Uh, the... KSG 410, which mm-hmm. I like. It's simple. I like that. It's yeah, not yeah, like a yeah. P50 or something you got to. No. It's a KSG 410. Yeah, yeah, that's awesome. KSG 12. Super and then fun the, shoot. Your K7s have only been out for. Uh, a couple years now. Yeah. Has it been two years? About two years? Yeah, something yeah. like that. Yeah, how are those going? Good. They going real good for you? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. And uh, the, the price point on the KS7 uh, compared to the KSG is just. It's great, you know. It's half, literally half the price. You take it out of the box. You got a sighting system on it already. You don't have to buy a dot or anything. But yeah, uh, of all the shotguns, the KSG, the original KSG for me, anyways, is my my favorite. I mean, but um, all of these are great. All these shotguns are great. I think the 410 is going to be my favorite now. Me too. Yeah, because yeah, it's so versatile and and light. So yeah. Andre has joined us. Andre, the giant. Welcome in. Hey. So oh, had, did you get a chance to shoot these yesterday at the range, uh, at the Caltech booth? Check, check, check. Yeah, actually, yes. Cop in, cop in there. Yeah, yeah. I'm slide over. Yeah. So give us, give us your end user take on these. Smooth, accurate, fun to shoot, fun to shoot. That's important. Yes. Because that's Absolutely. one thing that uh, that we don't talk about enough is the fact that if a gun's not fun to shoot. You won't shoot it, which means you won't get proficient. And if you don't get proficient, it's useless to you. That's true. That's true. But fun is the key. Yes, fun is you the know? key. It's not work. It's not hard to do. Easy to operate. And when it comes to uh, fun, Keltec is fun because it's, you don't spend a lot of money for it, and you get the chance to play with it quite a bit That's and right. enjoy it. 
That's right. I mean, four ten shells are probably some of the more affordable ones out there. Oh, they're great, and they're great for, for home defense too. And there's yep. a, a bunch of different kinds of good home defense loads with four ten. Yeah. Right. So you what, have that behind your door, and, and you're in good shape. Get some slugs. Yeah. They got incendiary four tens. I don't know if they do or not. I don't know if I've seen those. Another thing we need to take to the yep. federal. Federal or is it Aquila or Aguila? Aguila. I miss the Flechette round days. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the Dragon's Breath. Yeah. The Dragon's Breath. Yeah. 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 yeah that that goes back. Did they get outlawed? Supernovas. I believe so. They outlaw those. I was just over another booth. They're coming out with a silencer for shotguns, suppressor for shotguns. There's okay. Actually There's a some company out. that makes yep. one specifically for our shotgun. Yeah. yeah. The, uh, that would be Aculus Defense. Joe Mo and the crew. Yeah. And that's one thing I want to bring up because, you know, it's one of those perfect things, a perfect mating. Yeah. And ever since that one movie, No Country for Old Men, it's like suppressor on a shotgun. Wow. You know, yeah. we said, I mean, want one of why those. not? Why not? Yeah. Yeah. And I mean, it, they're the loudest guns out there. Oh, yeah. Every year at IV 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, 80, one of my favorite things to shoot was our KSG with the Atlas can on it. Like, yeah, oh, that's great. It's awesome. Shooting slugs with that out on that I, range just to see They've had deal. that out for several years. Oh, yeah. yeah. That's great. That's yeah. Great. And it's cool. I love how it's modular. You can shorten it. You can lengthen it. Yeah. It's a quick detach. Yeah, it's pretty neat. Yeah, it's pretty sweet. So maybe they'll do one for the, the 410. I'm sure he will. Get He'll Joe. Do it. Joe will do anything pretty much we ask him to do. You know. Do you know if he's here? Does, we need to get him in here. Let me text him. Text him for me. Come I on. thought I talked with uh, hey, with Zach. You know Zach, don't you? You and Zach would get along good. You're both eggheads and funny as <laughs> shit. <laughs> I love it. So, uh, Andre, the show just kicked off, just yeah. started. What are your plans? For, well, I've got to go around and, and talk to guys over in Glock and Taurus, working on a couple of things with, with, uh, with Taurus. Really good stuff. And uh, just fun, just, just making sure the industry moves forward, like Heltec. You know what's good for the what's good for Caltech is good for the industry, and we need to go ahead and keep pushing that forward because it's really good. And with Caltech, it's it's like the everyman type weapon that you can go ahead and and you can get it, you can use it, you can have fun with it, and yep. it's not going to break the bank, and it's not going to be it's something. It's affordable. It's affordable. Yeah, and I love that with Caltech, and it's also my neck of the woods down in Florida. There you and, go. Uh, it's it's always fun to go down there, and, and, and the facility down there is great. And I understand you guys are making another one somewhere. Yeah, we're opening up a facility in Wyoming, also now. It's in already Wyoming. open. Wyoming. Yeah. Yep. It's already open. Opened, ready to go. Yeah. What so are you, you guys making are there? Spreading out. Every new product. Yep. Oh, That's yeah. cool. All the new stuff. Yeah. Really? Any particular reason? You, you just uh, more or? I have no idea. <laughs> I, I know, know the footprint there in Vera Beach, wherever it was, was limited. And, you know, you Cocoa basically... Beach. Yeah, we Beach. are, yeah. So our facility uh, over the years is, it. Uh, you know, if anybody's been following Caltech for the last 20 years, it, we've grown so fast. Yep. And so we basically just buy whatever property is near our, our original building, and we've sort of been piecemealing it. So Tack it on. Yeah, yeah. We're, we're at about seven buildings now. It's, it's an amazing wow. amount of uh, square footage, but... Yeah. Um, you actually have to cross a bridge to get from one building to another. Yeah, one yeah, yeah. I'm yeah. jealous. You've actually done the tour. Oh, yeah, it's, it's I haven't great. done that yet. And, and, and when I was impressed, Come they actually down, do. I give them tours. Oh, it's great. And, yeah. and, and they actually do uh, uh, coatings for, for the metal. I mean, they actually have a, a place where they do. What, yeah, do. we've got our parkerizing and bluing there. Yeah. Oh, okay. Uh, and then we send for black nitride. We send those out. And uh, Cerakote stuff, we send it out. But but it's all Cut local stuff. Live off. Yeah. That's going to be like forever. That's going to run forever. <laughs> How the gas is? 
on the. I mean, yesterday I didn't hear one person complain about getting gassed in the face or anything like that while shooting it. Uh, I know the like RFBs and P17s you'll need a little bit in the face off of that, but as far as this like the the P50s and the. R50s and all that go, mm-hmm. hasn't seemed to be an issue so far. So I didn't notice any gas out of any gun yesterday, but that, again, that wind was... Windy is... Yeah. So I went to this oh, one yeah. company, um, they used to be OSS, what are they now, Carbon... Huxworks. Is it Huxworks? Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah. Was it Huxworks? Yep. I got to go out on an Audad hunt with them last February. Yeah. They, their suppressors really minimize the... It blows everything out the, the back front. Pressure. Yeah, everything's out the front. So They was, are the bee's knees. Is yeah. that the one that has carbon fiber? No, that's it's, another company. It's like... No, they're not 3D printed, darn it. No, no, no. That's no, the no, other no. company I'm yep, thinking of. Yep. But, yeah. So, so it's Hux. Yep. yep. Yeah. And so those those are great because the gases go out Hux front. Hux works. And it's not a uh, situation where, you know, it, it, you're annoying the people next round, around you or, or if you do an entry, you're going to have blasting people next to you. Yeah. With gases, which is really annoying. Oh yeah, and even just to help with the recoil mitigation too of those things. Like, it it was one of the nicest ones I shot yet. And like, we we're out and well, granted I'm fat. I hate climbing mountains. <laughs> so, I'm with you, man. <laughs> but uh, hooking that thing up there and then shooting it made it a lot nicer shooting that. Yeah, I can uh, imagine. So. What's our booth number? Uh, one one two three eight. Two three eight. Got it. One one two three eight. At the Tech booth. Um, so, Andre, are you are you with a new company now, or who are you writing for these days? Uh, basically, an independent. So I pick and choose who I want to go to because I like them, or because they're 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 well, I like them, and they do something good for the industry. Yeah. So I can pick and choose. Freelancing. Yep, freelancing, and just nice. go ahead and uh, kind of retired. So it's like, uh, what do, what do I want to do? Yeah. Yeah. So Andre is one of my longest best friends in this industry. Oh, it's been great. We, we met. Pretty soon after we started the yeah. the podcast, we've been doing this for ten years, celebrating our ten, ten years of talking lead, oh Andre. God. Yeah, where did that go? Wow, <laughs> <laughs> what happened? Oh yeah. my gosh! Yeah, and you're still skinny. I hate you. Oh well, it's <laughs> it's there. I just hide it Man. well. <laughs> Big clothes, you know, room. Yeah, there you go. Room to grow, but yeah. So thanks for stopping by, Andre. Okay, we appreciate it, uh, Chad. Hammer, I know you guys got to get back to the the floor here. Spread the gospel. We'll have them. Guns. We'll have them back on uh, as the show progresses throughout the week. There's other things that we need to talk about with uh, with Caltech, and we'll get some other personalities on. But stay tuned. We've got a whole bunch of awesome guests coming on, man. Coming sure. your way. Yeah. So stay tuned. It's going to be. This probably be the biggest shot ever for interviews. It'll probably it's, take me three months to get all these. If if Media Day is any uh, indication, this is going to be a pretty good show. Yeah. I yeah. agree. I agree. And yeah. what better way to kick it off than with announcing exclusively here on the Talking Late Podcast the new KSG 410 from Caltech the and the R50 50. rifle in the yep. 5.7 business. Yeah. Beautiful. All right, we'll be back with more from the official lead quarters here at the Caltech booth, 11-238. Terry has an affinity for reliability and function. A former Navy SEAL and Tier 1 operator, he approaches things from a practical performance perspective. Whether he's backpacking in a remote wilderness area or out on an arduous hunt in austere terrain, he's got a go big or go home approach that's tempered with a minimalist mindset. Take what you need and nothing you don't. Terry truly appreciates the Keltec Sub 2000. This 9mm semi-automatic carbine folds in half 
tucked neatly away in situations where space is a premium. It may be a pistol caliber, but its 16-inch barrel translates to velocity, which translates to power downrange. The rifle features Picatinny rails and M-lock attachment points, so he can accessorize it the way he needs it for every hour. Innovation. Performance. Delta. Set a knot on the back side and then it was just stuck in. I got you. Lots of options. So for this universal one, we're going to include just like a big section of paracord, but you know, people can do whatever they want. It's Sky's just has a limit. It just has a quarter inch hole in it. Okay. It's like, you know, yeah. Keep it simple. Works. The kiss principle. Yeah. You ready? Yeah, you go ahead and put that on. I can do it after. No, that's fine. Go ahead. Go ahead. I'm recording now, so we're okay. talking. So <laughs> Leadheads, uh, welcome back. We are at the Day 1 2023 SHOT Show, and it's a good one. A lot of people, a lot of traffic. People start to uh, filter back in, I guess, after a long uh, night last night. <laughs> a lot of tired and sleepy eyes, looks like. Might have been a few early parties. Um, yeah, it's not good when you see that on the first day. No, not, not on the first day, but... It's happening. This is Vegas, you know. So, uh, we are at the Keltec booth, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, big thanks to Chad and Matt and Parker and Adrian uh, and the whole crew here at Keltec. We really appreciate them giving us the opportunity to bring you leadheads, all the latest and greatest from Shot Show. And speaking of latest and greatest. We've got a gentleman here who is no stranger to the show. Is this your third time on, second time? The second time. Second time. Second time on. We have Jeremy with Black Collar Arms joining us, Leadheads. Uh, Jeremy, Jeremy and I just uh, not too long ago went on this nice little training trip to Gunsight yeah. together. I always love getting to Gunsight. And, and that was the first time we met in person, and you didn't really remind me that you'd been <laughs> that you were that Jeremy. <laughs> That you had been on the show before. Oh, that Jeremy now. Yeah, you're that Jeremy. Black collar <laughs> arms Jeremy. All right. You know? So welcome in. Thanks. Welcome yeah. back and get close to that. Okay. You can hear it in the, the headset when you talk. Yeah. Oh, I hear it. There it is. I don't want people to hear me, like, chewing. Are you chewing? No. Are you eating? <laughs> it's lunchtime. We need to be chewing on something, eating something. But what we're going to chew on are these awesome new products that uh, Jeremy and his crew at Black Collar Arms have... Uh, have designed and come up with exclusive release here at the right. SHOT Show. Yeah, we'll just go for the exclusive thing that we haven't announced yet. Yeah, All the, right. the one you haven't announced yeah. yet. Yeah. <laughs> so, you'll start with the grip or you'll start? Sure. I think we no, should do yeah. the grip and then save the other one okay. yeah, for last. Yeah, so this is, uh, it, it's funny, it's a podcast, so I can't show people. I've, I've never done that before, holding something in my hand and right. trying to like tell them what it is. But uh, here's the thing about that. So, Led, if you're listening to this, go back to our Instagram, our social media page, because we did a video so go back to uh, our videos that we did day one shot show, uh, and you'll see it. Right. Okay. Or you can go to their website, which sure. is blackcollararms.com, and you can see exactly what we're talking about. Pull it so, up right now. Put you in a time and a place. There you uh, go. This is an AR-15 grip. You may have seen one before. Ours is a vertical style grip, like you would see on a precision rifle. Yeah. And it has that shape 
and uh, palm swell and butt strap or back strap style that you would expect from precision grip. We've scaled it down a little bit so it's appropriate for use it's on an It's not AR as girthy as some yes, of those other ones. Exactly. Um, we call it the Priapus grip, so despite the name, it is not super girthy, uh, but it fits in the hand very, very well. And other than kind of the size and the shape, I, I think it's a great looking grip. And it, oh, it is. We, we've I like it. We've a bunch of people just, you know, grabbing it on the gun and, and different sized hands. It, it works for everyone. It's not so big that it doesn't work for 50% yeah. of the market. Um, so we tried to make a, a good looking universal size. And I think we succeeded there. But sort of the, the thing that stands out is each side, the back strap, front, front strap, and both the left and right sides have this recessed field in them. And that's where you would normally see your texture, right? Yeah. And, but the recessed field is completely smooth. And what we are doing is selling the grip with a laser cut set of uh, grip tape inserts. Oh, nice. And so you can choose when you buy the grip what color and texture grip tape you, you want. Make it your own. Exactly, and like man, grip tape is available in like like skateboard grip tape, every color you can imagine, and patterns. So patterns, there's camo, yeah. there's like comic book pattern. I mean, there's a lot to choose from. Textures, everything. Yeah, and if you don't want that, that skateboard style sand mm -hmm. paper like grip tape is it feels good in the hand, but it's aggressive. Like it can you, be if you're gonna uh, you know a long day at the range and mm -hmm. several hours, that's gonna dig in if you're not wearing gloves. It does not slip and it doesn't slip if it's wet. I mean, it's fantastic, but we also do a rubber pebble texture, and that rubber is grippy, but it's really Not comfortable. Not as aggressive, yeah. Uh -huh. Um, so what I do on my rifles, and I've done this on some carry pistols too, is put rubber on the left side where it touches my body. Mm -hmm. I have very tender love handles. Oh yeah, um, you gotta watch those nipples. Yes, exactly. <laughs> uh, but even on a rifle, if you're like hunting, you've got it slung and you're carrying it around for hours, uh, that left side will wear against your clothes and yeah. stuff. So I do rubber on there, and then I do that skateboard texture on the other sections. Nice. Uh, Mix and it up so a little bit. It comes with one set, and then you can buy others if you want different colors and sure. you know match to your rifle. Uh, we've done a similar thing on our magazine that we just announced last Friday, I think. Okay. And that is a AICS pattern uh, short action footprint magazine for 223 or 300 blackout. Sweet. Uh, what makes it stand out, other than, and this is going to be kind of a recurring theme in some of our accessories, is having recessed fields for grip tape. Okay. Uh, the magazine, like I said, does that too. The thing that really makes it stand out is that it holds 15 rounds when everyone else's only holds 10, and we've actually made it smaller. Okay. So our engineer nailed that like double stack to single feed internal right. geometry, and it feeds 300 blackout on 223 and 350 legend and anything like 223 based. Okay. Um, like a charm, and it holds 50% more than anyone else's. There you go. So that, and what's that, that called? That's the black box. The black box. Yep. Okay. And that's available now box. on your website also? That is on the website. Okay. What, uh, what are those running? What's the MSRP on the... I think they're $49.95. No, um, the we actually, we haven't even priced the grip yet. Like, okay. we're not announcing it till tomorrow. There haven't you figured go. that out. But, um, you know, it'll be in the same realm of okay, most Anywhere from a dollar to, you know, $300. It, so. it will almost <laughs> certainly be in that range, yeah. yeah. Would, it'll be somewhere say. between there. I guarantee would put it. money on that. Yeah, um, guarantee yeah, it. I don't know. I mean, hopefully it's in the 35 or something. That's, I, I don't know. $30, $40 price range. It's what you think there. it'll be. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, just go to their website, check it out. As you're hearing this, it will be available. It will be on there. Tomorrow. <laughs> yeah, so <laughs> that as you let heads are listening to this. 18th, yeah, the 18th. This don't come out till. So. Right. I wasn't maybe, planning to announce this, maybe but, a you month know, lefty. Later, you know, sure. so. Uh, good thing we did the live. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> So the next big thing that uh, that you have to offer here, this is really innovative. You know, we like innovation here on the Talking Lake Podcast. And I love companies like Black Color Arms because you guys 
you know, you innovated the uh, the bolt action gun where you guys have you know chopped them down and made them yeah. a little shorty, compact, you know, ready to go. Doing that really minimalist modular minimalist, chassis, just yeah, just really innovated the you know the bolt action world. Backpack size bolt gun. And now you're hitting us with this. So this, I will let you talk about this this little gym. Yeah, um, man, I, I haven't been as excited for a new product in a long time. I mean, I, I just think this is like, you know, next level cool. Right? This is next. This this gets you to next level cool at an affordable price. Uh, yeah, I think so. I hope yeah. so. So we call and this comfortability. You know, it's a very comfortable. A lot of comfortability. Yes. Um, we call it Desperado, kind of, you know, from the movie, inspired by the movie, the guitar case full yeah. of guns, right? Um, Not the Eagles, Des- is it the Eagles that sings the Desperado? Who sings Desperado? Yeah. Uh, there's so many covers of Glenn that, Fry. I don't actually know who. I think it's the Eagles. The I don't know, you leadheads know. All right. You're yelling at the mic Eagles. right now. It's like, it's the Eagles. <laughs> um, or it's not, I don't so, know. And that's because it is guitar related. So de- the Desperado system lets you use a guitar strap as a rifle sling. And Did you hear that? Say that again. Desperado. Get closer to the, let's, let's make sure they hear this. Desperado allows you to use a guitar strap as a rifle sling. A guitar strap as a rifle sling. Has anybody ever thought of that before? And it's quick detach. It's locking. And guitar straps are the most comfortable, coolest looking, best rifle slings I have ever used. And, you know, I, I review guns for a publication on my side gig. I've all right. used all the rifle slings. There's a lot of really fantastic ones. Sure. But guitar straps are, and the guitar strap locks, I mean, they're designed to hold like $30,000 guitars that are really heavy. Priceless things, yeah. For hours on end. They are made comfortable and good. They're length adjustable. Some of them have a super quick length adjust exactly the same as what you see on tactical rifle slings. Like the nicest tactical rifle slings have that lever or ring or strap that you grab and then you rip it forward and back to adjust the length. That you're paying like 200 bucks for, you know? Exactly. Yeah, but yeah. man, uh, so the first thing I was at a concert and I watched this guy. Um, it was Kingfish, Kingfish Ingram. I've he, heard of Kingfish. He's freaking awesome. Yeah. Um, but he was switching his guitar strap between his guitars. Right. So he played like six different guitars, and he would unclick it from one and click it right onto the next. And I was like, just like that, quick detach. Yeah. It's like, what, what? I wonder what kind of system guitars use, and you know how it compares. You're watching to him do this, and you've got rifles in your mind. As yeah, you do. yeah. You're like, because well, wait a minute, I had already noticed, and I, I kind of go on like YouTube rabbit holes of watching covers of different songs. Oh, yeah. and I, I see people like the straps are so cool. Oh, There's yeah. thousands of them. There's you can get custom ones made that just they're cool. Guitar straps yeah. are good looking and comfortable right because again you know these guys are hours you know on end at playing right. on stage and, and a lot of those guitars are really heavy yeah and um, expensive too like you said so I mean, all sorts of you can get like a three and a half inch wide hand tooled leather padded strap all sorts of stuff this guy's limit you go on amazon there's three thousand plus guitar yeah. straps so i'm not seeing any drawbacks here i don't i don't uh, know i can't see any drawbacks of using a guitar strap. i bought a guitar strap for 895 shipped Really cool looking. And I was eight dollars and ninety five cents, yeah. guys. The, I, is that this one the, we're looking at? This one, I think this one's like fifteen bucks. Like fifteen I mean, bucks, and the quality is good. That you buy that a fifteen shipped. You, you buy a fifteen dollar rifle right. strap, and right. it's shit. You're in the like Walmart, you know. You're yeah. You're chafing your shoulders and your nipples. Sure, it's and, just you know, a piece it, of nylon. Yeah, it's a piece of crap. Um, you're basically just 
clicking it on. So it showed up and my first thought was like, wow, this is really nice. The, the actual quality, it feels good, it's padded. This is this is legit. Uh, just jerry-rigged it onto a rifle and carried around a uh, on a Texas ranch hog hunting for hours. And I, I, I chose like a heavy gun, yeah, big optic, you know. Just for um, the purpose of testing it out. Man, it was awesome. It rocked. <laughs> it rocked. <laughs> it rocked. Yeah. Um, no, but I, I was shocked. I was like, okay, so we knew it was a cool idea, but then after doing that and using them, so Chris and I, we went through a bunch of different straps and different rifles and carried it around, and we're like, oh my God, this is actually probably the best rifle slings we've ever used, and they're just cool as F. Yeah, the next level coolness, and you so, can customize them to, to you. Exactly. Yeah. Uh, what Desperado does is for guitar strap locks, standard strap locks from Fender, uh, Schaller, there's a bunch of knockoff, you know, random Chinese ones on Amazon that work fine. Sure. Uh, and, and we have them on our site to make it easy for y'all to, you know, get the whole setup. We've got a couple of straps. We've got the guitar strap locks. Um, they click onto a lug. And that lug is pretty simple. It's like a T-shaped lug. Yeah. And the lock has a pin. So some of them, you just, you just pull up on the pin. You put it over the lug and you let go of the pin and it drops into the lug and it's locked. It's just as easy as pushing the button on the uh, QD. Yeah, totally. It's easier to take off because you're actually pulling it away from the gun when you take it instead off of pulling instead it, of pushing pull, in and then trying. So pull, yeah. it's less awkward. And these uh, the shallower locks that are on the strap in front of us, they actually, you don't have to do anything to click them on. You just hook it over the lug and you pull and it clicks right in place. Yeah. So I super simple, uh, very secure. So our the Desperado system is a, the lug part, and you put it on your gun. So we've got M-lock, Picatinny rail, QD socket, uh, standard sling swivel stud, and a universal one which has a quarter inch hole on it. So if you want to use paracord or whatever, you can strap that to your gun anywhere that's needed. So now you can run a guitar strap as a rifle sling on literally any firearm. So you could switch from playing a concert and go Right to run in your rifle drills. Yeah, it's all center guitar stuff. So you, you can click it off your guitar and click it on your rifle. Click it on your rifle. I love that. So you're, I see a video that you're going to be doing this, right? <laughs> you're sitting there jamming, doing for, a jam session sure. yeah, with actually, your buds, and I, then everybody's going to detach their guitars and then hook up their Unfortunately, their I have no musical talent whatsoever. <laughs> um, the, the music of uh, you know editing. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. I'll just overlay some actual music. Right. Uh, went to Guitar Center uh, yesterday on the way back from taking some photos in the desert, and they had 250 guitar straps in stock and we actually bought a used acoustic guitar for like 80 bucks yeah and i i put the the standard guitar strap locks on that so i do have that here in the hotel room and i know a couple guys that play so maybe we'll be able to, yeah. to show well evan evan plays it. oh yeah that's right yeah yeah i'll bring the guitar down here we can click it off that and click it onto this new caltech uh, 410 we'll shotgun. do maybe we'll do a little jam session you know in between recordings that'd be really fun that would be fun and then we'll show quick detach the guitar back to the gun <laughs> that would be cool I know Chad's in. Chad's a musician too. Oh yeah. Yeah, I'm not sure if he's a guitar player. He's not here, right? But I, he does play the drums. I know that. Cool. So maybe we get him to do a little percussion there while you Evan, you know, strums a guitar. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. I don't know if there's going to be much crossover. I don't know how many musicians, you know, will be into this. Dude, you can probably get Slash and uh, uh, I don't know. You got Uncle Ted. Uncle Ted. Uh, Post Malone and the, the, Uncle you know. Ted definitely would be down with. Sure, it. he's actually really. He's like 40 minutes from my Have house. Have you sent him one already? No, I mean, we just announced this today. Okay, so, so that's I, what you I, need I don't, to do. I don't you get know a, him. You might be shocked, but I don't. You know, me and Ted. You're not like I don't have well, a cell phone number or anything. But I mean, he I'll may or that. may not be here. I don't know if he's coming to SHOT Show or not. Yeah, he, may, he may Sometimes be NRA, he, he but goes he just NRA. lives down the road from you. Just throw one over his fence. And, yeah. Or hang it on his <laughs> fence and say, you know, from your buddy Jeremy, black collar arms. For sure. Enjoy. Yeah, we'll go hunting sometime. Hell yeah. So. 
The dude, so Ted, if you're listening, I'm sure you listen to Talking Lead. Oh, you know, yeah. Hit me up. Yeah, he's a leadhead. Yeah. Should I give my phone number and uh, Social Security on the podcast here? Well, I mean, if you want all the leadheads getting in. <laughs> but no, definitely. Um, I love this. This is a great idea. Uh, you know, I was telling you uh, when we were talking off air there that, you know, uh, yeah, there are some really good quality rifle slings out sure. there. Um, but you're going to pay out the freaking nose for those. And like you said, you can get one of these, like this one right here. We're looking at right now, super soft, you know, padded, stylish, looks good. It's got some skulls on it for you, you know, you listeners. You yeah, can't that's a, see it. Skulls and roses. Yeah, skulls and roses. I love it. That's um, that's one of the ones that we actually have affordable. available on our site. And and your your adapters are affordable. Yeah, they're like twenty bucks. Twenty bucks. You know, so not much not more like than a really bucks. nice like a QD sling swivel stud. Yeah. So yeah. Absolutely. So, yeah, you do that front and rear. I mean, you can get a fantastic freaking guitar strap for like 15 bucks. Uh, we have guitar strap locks that we'll have on our site. And um, they're a relatively basic one. We, it's it's $9.99 for a pair of strap locks. Uh, you can go that. on Amazon. You can get the shallers that are on this one. Those are 25 shipped. Yeah. Uh, they're, they're I see really it progressing. Nice. Do you guys get into the strap making also? We would like to have one custom made with our logo or something. Yeah. Uh, I mean, yeah, like you said, on Etsy or there's eighty plus really well. But knowing you, I guarantee makers. you, you'll figure out some some cool thing to add to uh-huh. the guitar strap. Yeah, to make it you even know, more next level coolness. I think so. One kind of weird thing there that that quick adjust length, right? Um, there's patents in the rifle market for that for rifle slings. Yeah, the guitar straps also have it, but that's a completely separate thing. So they're not violating it because it's a separate ah. industry or whatever. If we make uh, you know that that'd be weird. So I, I yeah. we'd have to like avoid that. I I don't know, but oh, um, that's what attorneys are for. Yeah, e- even those Pierce, slings if you're with listening. the quick adjust, they're they're thirty five bucks. So you you can get into this system, have a fantastic, freaking rad looking, comfortable, awesome rifle sling. You know, for fifty bucks, fifty bucks, yeah, or less. And don't forget, it comes with <laughs> this badass guitar pick. Yeah, we had some custom picks made with the Desperado logo. Uh, the logo is like. Da Vinci's Vitruvian Man with his hands up like he's about to wail on his guitar. Oh, yeah. And then he's got the guitar strap around his neck, but instead of a guitar hanging at his waist, it's one of our pork sword rifles. Oh, I love um, that. So we got t shirts of that. I just, man, I was going to say, are you doing shirts with that? Yeah, I, I love gotta that logo so much. And yeah. when, when we made that logo, all of a sudden I was like, oh my gosh, there's finally something that I'd be willing to tattoo on myself because I, I don't have any. And I, I, I've been <laughs> kind of curious, you know, but I, I just, there was never anything that came along. I There's see that. Nothing logo, I I'm felt like, strongly enough to have permanently put on my body. Yeah. I just haven't, I just haven't found it yet, but you found yours. I found it, I think. And yeah, you're going to do it. Combines the gun. Where are you going to put it? Is, um, I think on my forearm, but I, I, I don't forearm? know. So there's, you know, two things with the tattoo. One is choosing like what you want on you for the rest of your life. And two is where. where? Yeah. And I, I still, I don't know. That's maybe, like the number one is like Maybe your where? audience can help do like a Shoulder, pull. maybe? Where does, yeah. So a shoulder? Back of the shoulder. But then I, I'll never see it. So you want to see it? You want to be able I to look do. down and admire it? So, I mean, you're going to have to go arm. You're going to have to go leg. Yeah. Um, my legs are hairy like the president's. <laughs> like the president. I remember I that story know. where he, oh, no. uh-uh. he was that like, story? oh, my blonde hair, it waves in the water. The kids like to rub my hair. No. That, that was an actual yeah. Biden oh, yeah, story? Yeah, yeah. Oh, my gosh. I mean, that is so preposterous and weird that it has to be true, right? 
Yeah, it's, you know, the audio was out there, like the him. It was part of the corn pop story by the pool. Oh my gosh. Uh, anyway, that's hilarious. Yeah, sorry. So, so suggestions for tattoo uh, positioning for yeah, Jeremy. Yeah. Send I was them. Thinking Popeye style forearm, maybe you know. The forearm shoulder, would be good. Side of the shoulder. I don't know. Yeah, we'll and for what I hear, once you get one, yeah, then you're gonna do a whole sleeve, dude. Oh, and then know. you'll do your other sleeve, and it just never ends. You got to get pork sword on there somewhere. Yeah. Once you start. When we launched the company, that the pork sword logo, pork sword actual, yeah. uh, a dude tattooed it on himself. Like before we even shipped anything, months, months. Are you before. serious? Yeah, on his uh, calf. It just resonated with him. Yeah. He felt that strong about it. Did yeah, he buy one? Super nice guy. Um, yeah, we, we we met him, we hung out. He's, okay. He's, he's awesome. Now, did you give him a discount because he got the tattoo? Oh yeah, You're yeah, like, for right. sure. No, actually, he got the tattoo and he sent it to us, and we we sent him like a fake cease and desist letter. <laughs> like, <laughs> copyright violation. <laughs> That's great. But no, he's like shitting his pants. He's like, dude, this was an homage to you guys. You're suing me? No, he he knew we were kidding. That's fine. But yeah, this this one is I'm gonna tattoo it for sure. So give them the website, social meds. Yeah, it's uh, the website's blackcollararms.com, and we're at blackcollararms on Instagram and such. Very cool. And uh, Desperado right now is right at the top of the homepage. So anything uh, rifle-wise, chassis-wise, new coming on the horizon that you could talk about or yeah. tease maybe? Yeah, sure. Because um, this is the show for exclusives. Apparently. Jeez. <laughs> Our folding stock, we're finally shipping that, so we're getting into rifles. We're doing 16-inch barrel rifle setups. They're still extremely compact with that folding stock. We make oh, nice. lightweight stuff. We're working on our ground-up fresh firearm design called the MBA. It's a straight-pull bolt gun. Ooh. It is very cool. It's uh, coming along. we got one or two more prototypes to, to make some final tweaks, just okay. kind of refining the timing of the action, basically, at this point. Are you doing any uh, like social media posts during the T&E or anything, or are you keeping it all hush-hush? We will. It's still hush-hush because it's still a prototype. Gotcha. But we'll get there. One of the you know unique features of that is that it has incredible primary extraction, like for where you pop that case out of the chamber. I don't think there's any other straight pull that does that. There's yeah. very few bolt guns that really have good primary extraction, but this, when you rock the bolt knob, it levers the bolt out of the out of the barrel, and okay. it will. It's cool. Nice. We're really excited. We're looking forward to seeing that. So when that gets closer, be sure. Yeah. To come on. Yeah, you bet. To come down, we'll do a hog hunt or something. Oh, I'd love to do that. Uh, and then our chassis, we're doing more inlets. So we're going to do a 1022 inlet. We're going to do a Howa inlet. Oh, right nice. now, it's just Remington 700. So. Other guys with other guns, they'll be able to run our chassis. Sweet. Yeah, and our, our same handguards and far ends, the minimalist little rod, our same stocks. There's a Picatinny rail on the front and the rear, so it's super modular. You'll be able to put whatever wow. you want on it. You guys aren't, aren't sleeping very much, are you? Uh, no, I sleep enough. The uh, canine <laughs> show's in town. By uh, the, the Kennel Club, there's like five dogs just went by. Nice. Uh, I always love the dogs. Oh, I do too. They won't let you pet them. Yeah. You know, I want to get down there and rub their ears. He's a good boy. <laughs> Jeremy, I appreciate you uh, coming on and sharing this with the Leadheads. I know they do too. And uh, I'm sure you're going to get a lot of orders. Yeah, thank you so uh, much for having our, me. From our Leadheads. So, uh, guys, go check them out. Blackcollararms.com. At Blackcollararms on the grams. Yeah. Yep. You got it. Give them a like. Give them a follow. Let them know you heard them here on the Talking Lead Podcast. More from the 2023 SHOT Show at the official lead quarters here at Caltech. Awesome. Thanks so much, y'all. Perfect. All right, lead heads, that does it for another episode of the Talking Lead Podcast. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Remember, next episode, we've got the Pulitzer Prize-winning New York Times best-selling author Stephen Hunter on to talk about his new book, 
the bullet garden. But until then, as always, keep your loved ones close and keep those daggone firearms closer.